Hello, welcome to I Love Rock and Roll. I'm Ken Kranz. Yes, you are. What's going on, Chip? Hi, buddy. Um, I am. Uh, I'm excited for today's guests and and topic. Both. I'm. I'm ready to dive in. I'm. I'm so excited. We are. Uh, we're talking Menudo. Who's got a question? Who's got a question? That was my son saying, my seat's going to be next to you on the airplane. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> yes, but it's going to be next to me. The, does he always wait till you're in the middle of shit? Yeah. Yes, he does. Always yeah. when I'm in the middle of stuff. And and we're, we're going to fly to have a Menudo reunion. <laughs> <laughs> is that why the name of your podcast is Shut Up, Mommy's Talking? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> hundred percent. Oh, my gosh. Well, let's uh, let's introduce our three guests today. Ken. <laughs> our guests today are uh, uh, Kyle Acasio and her Hello. her son, apparently, <laughs> and uh, Jenny Saldana. We have uh, we have us a pair of Menudo super fans. That's right. That's right. Which is uh, which is exciting. We originally said we were going to do a Menudo episode like as a goof a few months ago. But then a Menudo documentary actually came out and it is uh, it's called it's on HBO Max. It's called Menudo Forever Young. And it is as dark and fucked up a documentary as I've ever seen about the music industry. <laughs> <laughs> it is uh it is um well let's talk real quick about how menudo came to be uh for those of for those listening that aren't even aware of who we're talking about they they were <laughs> ricky I, martin just think ricky martin that's a, that's yeah. that will help clear it all up that's it the origins of ricky martin a, a tween ricky martin yeah yeah, yeah. Imagine a band Pre-tune. filled. A um, Menudo is the brainchild of a Puerto Rican um, pedophile. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Kyle can't well, wait. That's a fantasy. Yeah, the fantasy of a Puerto Rican pedophile. He, I, I, which by the way, follow Ken Krantz on Twitter at Puerto Rican pedophile. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I listen to, to be fair, I don't know if this gentleman, I, I don't know if, uh, becoming like the head Puerto Rican pedophile was the original goal or if it just, if it just uh, went in a different a direction. Friend's benefit. Is yeah. it became a friend's benefit. He went. <laughs> well, the whole concept of like, you know, they were considered the first boy band. Like, really, this was before Backstreet Boys. This was before New Kids on the Block. And, you know, he realized that they get older. So he kept recycling them. You were retired at 16. So that's genius and creepy. It is genius and creepy, and it's the first thing that I remember as a little kid that jumped out at me about them. I remember, uh, I'm I'm sure Menudo was much bigger 
where you guys grew up. But yeah, in, 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 in Washington Heights? Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing it, it, they had a bigger impact than East Brunswick, New Jersey. But yeah. they they did it did reach to East Brunswick, New Jersey. I do remember some girls having Menudo posters in their locker. And um, I didn't like I don't think anybody even understood the concept of a boy band then. Mm-hmm. But when you heard that, like. Like Kyle said, like, oh, yeah, they're they're all, they're all forced into retirement at 16 and then new kids take their place because more girls like the girl fans. That was their market. The parents of these like young girls that were going bananas. And it always happened, like even with, you know, in the 90s, like those girls would like show up at the hotels. And and when Menudo was in New York City in, I think, 1984, there were girls like trying to climb. There, there was a video in the dock where there was a girl in their hotel room. She just like climbed the window. And so they that was their market. And so every time that the kids would get to be too old, they would find a new market. And have their parents drain their pockets to buy their albums and go to their shows and stuff like that. So it's a it was a really wild, um, wild but well thought out, terrible machine. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, like when I felt it, when I the, the thing I think that my my parent, my mom liked that I liked Menudo was that it was in Spanish, right? You know? so yeah, they were like they were like, oh my gosh, she she likes something Latin, you know? She likes something that's from our culture because. I was so, I was always, because I'm an immigrant child, I always wanted to be so American. So, because I wanted to be so American, I wouldn't listen to anything. I, I hated that they watched Spanish television at my house. I hated that they didn't speak English in my house. I was, I was embarrassed that they didn't speak English in my house, you know, because I wanted to be so American. And then the noodle came and I became Latina again. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, like I lost my shit. And my mom's like, look at her listening to these Spanish albums and look at this and learning more Spanish words. And so it was like, so it was a, it was like, and it was a positive thing. So it was like, again, because it was kids, it was like, like kids, like, like, you know, like Barney or whatever, like a kid, it was a kid thing. Yeah. It was like, oh, that's not a kid thing. So it was like, oh, look at her little kid album. Like, that's what it was, you know? It was like a kid thing. And then I think that it was going to become, like Beatlemania, you know. I had menuditis, that's what it was called, menuditis. <laughs> it was like the, the, the sickness of being a menudo. I had the jeans. I, I had everything. I had posters on the ceiling. They had a they had a crest down in the in the in the subway. I took it down, put it in my bathroom. <laughs> put it in the bathroom. Yeah. And those I outfits. My parents only buy crests after that. We only <laughs> had to buy crests. So that's what menudo. I'm telling you. And the, and the bright. Remember, like the uh, the aerobics instructors in the '80s. To oh, me, they were yeah. copying Menudo because Menudo yes. had the the blue spandex. Like that was yes. it was it's yes. as cringy as it is to watch Wait, today. I'm, that I'm, was I'm, the shit back then. That was the I'm shit. So their their style. Amazing. My, I'm in my I'm in my I'm in my brother's house, but like my parents have all my menudo shit. And I forgot to well, it's probably so deep down I, I couldn't even find it. But like, yeah, I had posters. There were posters in the I don't know how my dad allowed it. I put one in the kitchen. I put one, I would I had one in the I had them in the ceiling. I I just everything, everything. I remember buying every album and being so excited when that album came out and running home and telling my friends, look, I bought the new menudo album. 
It was, I slept outside of MSG and Medicine and, and uh, Radio City Music Hall for six Oh my gosh, three you, times. wow. Wow. That's amazing. With my mom, <laughs> with my mom. My mom gave me both slept out there. Three oh my times. Gosh. That's What's really cool because they put Port, like a lot of people, like they were saying in the documentary, didn't understand Puerto Rico people sometimes, even still, they think it's like another country. It's like, no, they're U.S. citizens. Hello. Yeah. Um, but it was really cool because, you know, Puerto Rico was just like everything was like salsa in, you know, just like all that kind of Caribbean infused yeah. music. And now they have this like pop superstar ah. and they're from they're from our country. They're from Puerto Rico. You know, and it was just a, a, such a cool, like, cultural thing. And then then you saw him on, um, I think it was, was it Johnny that was on Silver Spoons with Ricky Yeah, that's, that's how I, but Before was, Ricky Schroeder went bananas, you know, well, I think he was always a piece of shit. It wasn't but, Johnny. Yeah. Johnny was already gone. It was Robbie, Charlie, I, Robbie, Charlie, original Ricky, and, um, and Roy, I think, or Ray. Now, okay. were, were you guys well aware of like the recycling thing and how, how as fans, how did you guys feel when somebody retired or left the group and a new person came on? Was it like exciting or were you disappointed? Well, no, you're disappointed. Like my, my favorite one was Ricky, who was one of the original guys. So that's how much I love him that he stayed with them. And and I knew all his songs and he had braces and I thought it was the cute. The first boy I ever kissed. Look like 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 Ricky. That's who I like them because he looked like Ricky. Yeah. <laughs> and and that's her her requirement still. She's like, do you look like Ricky? <laughs> yeah, be a Ricky. Like, she's like, I need to think of Menudo. Um, I'm looking at you. <laughs> but then I've I've awesome. been out with Jenny. I don't think that's still a requirement. <laughs> <laughs> but then I, I but then I um so my Ricky, I was so like I held on to him. Like, oh my God. But I was I, I saw Johnny's um retirement. I went to Johnny's retirement concert. I bought then he had a he had a solo album. Can I remember that Johnny put out a solo yes. album? Yes. Song, I, know. I thought he was so cute. I thought he was so so, so cute. I thought he was so sexy. And he's the only brown one that's ever been in the show. <laughs> and I had, I remember I had um it was Menudo and Duran Duran were like the, the ones that I liked. And I used to write things on my wall, like on a piece of paper. Like, um, I love John Taylor from Duran Duran. I love Johnny from Menudo. And I remember I was like nine and my mom came in and she took them down. She's like, this is not appropriate to be in your bedroom. And I'm like, you don't understand how I feel about that. <laughs> well, I can, wanna, I can, I, I can, I can, I'm going to make a confession and this is going to be now on there for the for the world um i i met a, a a newspaper reporter there was there was a this is how big they were there was a, a spanish newspaper that, that ended up having a column just dedicated to them and a dedicated um reporter and my mom befriended this reporter my mom used to be a baker my mom sent her a cake we went to meet <laughs> wait she allegedly found me ricky's address in puerto rico we, what? my mom, we, it was his birthday. I had him a handmade card that was etched that cost my mother, like back in the 80s, this card cost my mother like $40. So that was like oh $150, right? So now I'm like $40 and it was etched and it was, and I had, and I'm, I made it this care package, but wait, it gets worse. 
Cállese de chusme. Espérate, cuáles no. Espérate, espérate. You know, Mary. I didn't tell it to Ricky. I said it to his mama. And I was like, I love your son. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. So much. And I just want you to make sure he gets this because I know he's going to come home. <laughs> you know what's so old, great about wait, how this? How old were you, Jenny, when you did that? You know what's so great is knowing that his mom opened that package up, didn't even read the letter, dumped it in the garbage. Like she thought it was anthrax. Yeah. Could you imagine now? Jenny Jenny would be arrested. They they would show up at Jenny's house like, hey, we just got word that you're a lunatic and and need to be locked up. Wait, I can beat that. I can beat that. Okay. Not with Menudo, but I did something more psychotic around. Okay. The, no, I was a little younger. I was 10. And I also used to watch Knight Rider. Remember Knight Rider? Yeah, of course. David, before, before David Hasselhoff was drunk and ate the hamburger and yeah. things. So I was obsessed with him. And I used to watch that every Friday night. And I found my friend and I found their fan club. So we were writing it was like Menudo, Madonna, Duran Duran and. I randomly liked David Hasselhoff, like some, like what 10 year old, you know, you did too. I was in love with him too. So I, this is what I did. So my friend was like, let's send them something. So like my friend finds like some like cool, like bracelet that she had or something. I was like, I'm going to beat that. My grandmother gave me for my birthday, like a little Ruby, like a real Ruby (laughs) and some heart. And I sent the fucking necklace to David Hasselhoff's fan club because saying like, I love you. Here's my heart. And it was literally like a fine piece of jewelry that my grandmother gave me. And I sent it to Knight Rider. Did your your, your mom find out? I think I said I lost it. I didn't say what I did. I was like, I don't know where it is. I don't remember what happened, but. Yeah. I did. But how like is does that show like how um insane I am as no, in romantic relationships? Like <laughs> well, yeah. you know what? You know what, Kyle? Now that I think about it, the way I was on Menudo explains a lot about my dating. Explains a lot about me. I gave my entire I gave up something my grandmother gave me with a real ruby to a celebrity stranger. Yeah. And yeah. Wonder that I married an adult a man stand for 16 years. Like <laughs> an adult man with a with a talking race car. <laughs> well, okay. And that, you know, don't feel too bad uh, because on his 12th birthday, uh, Ken sent Kit a uh, a quart of 10 W40 motor oil. Uh, yeah. that's what, <laughs> that was his crush. Yeah. So, did you did you guys have any like crazy cry? Is that like a girl thing or like I think that's a girl thing. I I never, I never uh, loved something or someone so much that I was like, or I think especially for guys too, I think it was like much more of like a secretive thing. You know what I mean? It was like a shameful. It's like, Hey, you shouldn't like this. You should like sports anyway. Right. Right. Totally. Right. Yeah, so, my brother liked so, Madonna. Yeah, he posted yes. the Madonna. I don't right. think he listened to a single song. <laughs> <laughs> I I want to I want to talk about this um this Puerto Rican pedophile for a minute because uh, he that could act- be the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> he actually his idea was brilliant. Uh, so uh, Edgardo Diaz is his name, mm-hmm. and in 1977. 
And, and wait, I want to stop you right there before we get into that. Just to put this in context, were either of you aware of Diaz like as like a manager? No. Was he 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 no. was just behind the scenes? That was not no a thing. Idea. He was no never idea. out front. It's, like it's not not, not even like in the bad stuff. Like no. you didn't even know who this guy no, was. I, no, no, okay. not at all. No, he, it wasn't like he was like out oh, there presenting that. As far as you were concerned, as far as I was concerned. They just existed. They just appeared. They just, yeah. They just appeared one day. (laughs) Sure. And Kyle, I got to meet them. We'll we'll talk about (gasps) it later, but I got to meet them. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Um, So he has this idea that music is uh, in Puerto Rico. They only have music for grownups or for very Uh little kids. And nobody Mm -hmm. is tapping into the teenage market. So he has this idea. We'll get this, uh, we'll try and replicate Beatlemania to an extent, and we'll we'll get this group of boys that, that girls will go nuts for, and um, we'll call them Menudo, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll conquer the world, which sounds insane, but then he comes up with this hook, once they turn 16, we'll throw them out of the group and bring in another one. So it's almost like he he figured out. But that. wait, I have to. But it was because he modeled them because I know this. He, he modeled them after this band called La Pandilla. This kid, La Pandilla in Spain. Spain. Yeah. Oh, okay. I also used to follow. Who I also saw in concert in DR before I came to America. I saw them in concert in DR. Oh wow. Uh, La yeah. Um. Because I was, you know, so um. So he modeled them after La Pandilla. He noticed that when La Pandilla grew up. Their fan base didn't grow with them. That's because your mom didn't so, send them a cake. Yeah. And stop. <laughs> so because of that, because of that, he had to he had to recycle idea. Well, it it was it was smart. It was uh, yeah, yeah. Because look at the 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 it, he figured out that uh, that Porter that the Puerto Ricans were like. Um, like Matthew McConaughey in Dazed and Confused. Like they're just like, that's why I love Menudo. Menudo. <laughs> I keep getting older. They stay the same age. Same age. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, it's, it's so funny. My, my mom, Menudo has been an inside joke with, with my brother and I, uh, since the eighties, but my, my mom has, uh, like with with kids and with grandkids, it's like she really loves her grandkids. Like, but then but then they get into a cer- certain age where they're not as cute anymore, yeah. mm-hmm. and then she'll start dropping hints that like, she, you know, she would like a younger kid uh, to, to, to come into the picture. <laughs> Your mom's a Gardo Diaz. Yeah, so yeah, so like, so we always call it like you know, like I remember my brother telling me. Like, oh, yeah, like mom uh, drove past the house the other day. She didn't even stop by to see the grandkids. And I was like, oh, because they probably menudoed out. Like we call it, <laughs> we call it menudoing out once they hit a certain age. Oh, and then my my daughter's the youngest of the grandkids. And the other day I had her at my mom's house and my daughter's uh, six and a half. And I had her at my mom's house and my mom was like, Oh, it'd be really nice to have a baby around the house again. <laughs> and then I walked into the other room and I text my brother and sister. I was like, Lila just menudoed out of the family. <laughs> 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 it's her time. Oh, my God. 
But it was really it was it was a brilliant move on this dude's idea. And, By the way, and- Thanksg- Thanksgiving is going to be your daughter's uh, retirement concert. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what about Edgardo, what you were saying? Like, yes, it was a brilliant idea. And there's some weird thread. If you notice, some of the most horrible people are some of the most creative. Like, think of Roman Polanski, Woody Allen. Like, I don't think we can argue that they are not artistically brilliant. Mm -hmm. But, you know, they're horrific. And so it's like, I think the struggle the last few years is like, do we separate the art from the artist? And I think with Edgardo Diaz, I think his business model was, I mean, listen, Menudo, as much as we love them, I don't think they, their, their songs were like groundbreakingly, like artistically deep, but the model of the business was amazing because he knew exactly how to tap into each new market and keep getting more money and more revenue from each generation and grooming these kids. And, but he was horrible, you know? It sounds like he started off uh, with good intentions. So he that that original five is, I, I believe it's two sets of brothers, like one. one yeah, they of, were. They, yeah. I remember in the documentary, they were really clear. They said they absolutely back these guys up with those allegations and they support them. But they said that that never happened to them. Yes. Yeah, and I think, yeah. I think he got weird more into the 80s, more once once he started making money and turning things over. That's when I think he. Really well, I think he, was also, he, also, he also had like a God complex, right? Because he had yeah. he had these parents sign over power of attorney to to their kids, like whatever it is. That's not the term, but you know what I mean. Parental yeah. rights. Like he, mm-hmm. he had he had the right to discipline them. He had the right to do whatever. So he had this God complex about him. So I think as he got bigger, but I think if if you if if, if you're into diddling kids, you always into diddling kids. You start just too <laughs> he was just too scared with the other ones because it was too soon and too close. Because one of them, my baby Ricky, he's <laughs> he is his brother his dad's uh brother cousin. So mm-hmm. th- those guys were family, so that's yeah. why it was mm-hmm. more about that. That was family. He but, knew that. No, nah, I can't fuck with these kids. I don't own them, but he owned yeah. them going forward. He he took care of that first uh, that first Menudo. He took care of them financially. Also, they they yeah. seem they seem to get the deal that uh, subsequent parents thought they were going to get. And they did. Yeah, but they, yeah. they didn't get right. any licensing stuff. Right. They didn't get but anything on the licensing. No, that, that, about their action figures that, didn't that, get that first group, that first group got merch and they got royalties and, uh, the split was in their favor. It was like a 60, 40 split in Menudo's mm-hmm. favor. And then mm-hmm. one one of one of that original one of the original Menudos was talking about uh, he was pulling in twenty five thousand a month between. Um, not bad for a fourteen year old. <laughs> not not bad for a fourteen year old, and not bad for uh, Puerto Rican. You know, they're, they're yeah. He, he's going after poor Puerto Rican families mm-hmm. who are able to. Um, who are who he's able to better themselves. He put them in a position to better themselves. Right. right. Yeah. He he put them in this he put them in this position where the parents were, like Kyle said before, signing over parental rights. You know, he Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the parents thought their ship came in. I mean, and I don't not not that the parents did it, they were opportunists, but the parents said, Okay, oh, my kid, my kid, my kid's career is set, my kid's future set. These other kids are so successful, they've been so successful. But I mean, the only one that the only one that's really stayed. Well, we'll talk about that later. But I mean, um, you know, 
I'm sure looking at it from, from these eyes through the, through, through 2022 mm-hmm. filter, you think, oh, what pair would do that? But we were more trusting back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were more trusting yeah. back then. And especially if it's one of yours, you know? And especially yeah. if you see, and there wasn't every, the, the other kids all look fine and healthy and fine and happy. You don't know. You don't know. Right. So he start with, with each, uh, every time a Menudo retires and a new one comes in, they, they each get separate deals. It's not like they were negotiating uh, from a place of power. It was he, he, he separated them each and, and did their own deals. And, and the deals got worse as they, as the, the group expanded. The deals got worse. He stopped, he stopped giving them royalties. They, they, they stopped getting merch and then they became salaried employees. And then at one point it was like, they would only pay you to perform your concerts and everything else you had to do for free. So all of that 24 seven promoting and trips to New York and going on silver spoons and and, (laughs) and all the Saturday morning cartoons, they were doing all of that for free for free. Yeah. 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 And then um, they would do a concert and then they would get a thousand dollars to do the content. This, you know, like the, the guy before you was making 25,000 a month. Now you're making a thousand a show. Then at one point it got cut down to five hundred a show. Then it got cut down to two fifty a show. So now you're basically uh, taking on um, like a full Hollywood career um, with none of with none of the payoff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all child yeah. actors are are any kind of child entertainer. It's always like. I mean, there's some that turn out amazing, but like I used to have a joke that said every time I watch um, like my TV with my kids, I always play a game and try to guess which child actor is going to become a heroin addict because (laughs) it's like, how do you make it successful? Like how it's just, you know, I know there's some that come out, but then I think of like the whole Silver Spoons cast. Right. Or not the whole silver spoons. Um, what is it? Different, uh, different, different strokes, strokes, different yep. strokes. Yeah. They were like robbing laundry mats, doing porn, like yep. you name it. It was like, and I just, even like, um, like I look at like the, I know people probably don't see it the same way, but like the younger two Kardashian girls, they didn't have a chance. No wonder her lips are the size of someone's ass. Like, you know, it's, they <laughs> never had a chance when you grow up in front of a camera and you think you're supposed to be entertaining people when you're young, that's just like not normal. I don't think, no. you know, they, they had one of the kids talking about um, how he'd been walking around in paint. So then at some point it goes from like Aldargo's actually taking care of these kids, Elgardo to uh, like now the Puerto Rican pedophile side is, is starting to come out. He's, he's feeling a little more confident they start grooming the kids a little bit. Uh, he's pulling them aside. He's telling them really dirty jokes. He's he's letting them know. answering the door in a in a towel. They said yeah. with no, like yeah. a really small oh. towel. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is uh, I don't know. Like if I have kids knocking at my door, I'm I'm <laughs> I'm so careful. <laughs> I'm just trying to see. I'm trying to picture Ken coming to the door with a washcloth. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. If I look out, if I see, like, why, 
Ken, why are you taking a shower at 7 p.m. on Halloween? No, it seems if, odd. If, if I see there's <laughs> kids odd. knocking on my door, I run upstairs. I put on uh, snow pants. I throw my winter jacket on over. <laughs> You're I'm like, extra there's gonna careful. Be, extra yeah. careful. He actually has one of those like speakeasy doors where it just like opens this way. <laughs> they have to know the passcode. But um, <laughs> they said one of the kids uh, was complaining that his side hurt for weeks. And he said it kept getting worse and worse. And they kept telling him, like, listen, you're just lazy. You don't feel like working. Work through it. Take some pain meds. And then they have a TV taping one night. He has a solo on it. He's in the middle of his song. And he says he felt like something in his side ruptured. And he starts crying and runs off stage. And he makes it backstage and he starts uh, vomiting up blood. And it turns out that his appendix burst and that the uh, um, the Menudo team had been ignoring it for weeks, telling him that he was a pussy and just to play through. <laughs> and so he goes off to the emergency room and then they never see him again. I, I guess he, he got into, you know, he, he said that he realized he would rather be alive and not famous Mm -hmm. Yep. dead and famous. Yeah. So he quits the band and what do they do? Uh, Cause they're in the middle of shooting a movie. I, th I thought this was uh, both disrespectful and hilarious. <laughs> they found a girl who's a super fan. They just found like a 12 year old girl that looked like him and used her. <laughs> yeah. They just put her in the movie as his stand in and they would only shoot her from the profile the that she most right, looked yeah. like him. And then when he had to talk, there was some dude uh, behind the scenes who did a good imitation of this kid. So he would just read the lines. And then uh, I guess the girl would like try and mimic them, like lip sync them. And then they just dubbed it in. And then that kid was never seen again. I wonder which, I don't remember which movie that was because I, I saw Una Aventura Llamada Menudo. 300 times. Like, remember when you could sit in the theater and wait for the movie to come back? I would go early on a, on a Saturday and just stay there all day. Yes. Like, over and over and over again. Oh, God. Chip <laughs> 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 sounds pain. <laughs> um, all day long. Watching Menudo. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you guys remember? Because I remember hearing about this. Um, do you remember the Menudo drug bust when when they got in trouble at JFK? No, that was after, I was that was after. That yeah, was that was um, in the nineties. Yeah, that yeah, was, was we were done. Was, that was, <clears throat> was you were yeah. you were past them at that point. We mo we moved on. We moved on. Yeah, we we moved on. <laughs> I I do want to say like we can talk about the drug bust, but I, I'm curious to hear what you guys think that Ricky Martin was not in this documentary. What what do you think that was about? Well, they had so many of the former members talking and he did not appear. I thought it was neither, neither did Robbie. Yeah. Robbie, do you think Robbie's they just not on it either? Did they decline? Do I have a theory. Felt? Yeah, I think I think Ricky Martin declined. I think they all hinted that Ricky Martin was kind of an asshole. Um, mm. and they they all hinted that he was kind of bullying the kids that came behind him. So that it was like, that he, the way I understood it was that they would they thought that he was the least talented one. Yeah, yeah. Right. He said and he was he like a pretty boy. Well. Right. Yeah. He yeah. he wasn't that talented, and 
but he was like the face of it, you know, like he was, you know, yeah, kid. Face, yeah. yeah, right. And I guess he was bilingual, which uh, and that was a big thing. Yeah, that was too. Robbie. Robbie was bilingual, not Ricky. Robbie, Ricky was not bilingual. Robbie, the one who sang, if you're that was the one who I like. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know that he looked at me and he said, I, I was standing behind him and he said, he said, that's when I met him. I was standing there. I remember when I was, I was wearing this plaid dress and I had a big J like I was Laverne. <laughs> and i was like and i'm standing like there was i was there for the i was there, we got to meet them all but i was there for the photo op and i got to stand behind bobby's chair and i was like and i go this i'm like oh my god i can't believe it and he turned around and went hi and i went oh, <laughs> and how old were you when this happened um 12, 13. Okay. Oh, I was going to yeah, say, I like, was, I was 41. So, I was yeah. 41. <laughs> oh, but, no, but, but I did the reunion concert when I was in my 20s. I went to the uh, Radio City Music Hall. I went to the reunion concert. And there's my other thing. When I, I did a show for, I did a thing for HBO called Abla, and I'm in the dressing room. I'm in hair and makeup, and this is bad. I'm talking, I'm starting up this conversation with this guy. And he's telling me that his wife has breast cancer, had a breast had, had breast cancer, and I told him about me, and we're talking about all this stuff and everything. And he starts to tell me his name, and I'm like, yeah. And then he goes, and then somebody said, oh yeah, look, you took him to the news, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, when he told me, I was like, you're that subject? <laughs> he was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm calling my mother. <laughs> I called my mom. Mommy! I love that your mom supported your like stalking and oh you know. I, I think it was, I don't know. She's like, sure, I'll drive you to Menudo's house. See, I want to look at it as support, but I saw it as like she didn't let me do things by myself. <laughs> um, like she didn't let me. I was like, why can't I go sleep at Radio City Music Hall? There's a bunch of other people there, Ma. Every like, what's gonna happen to me? Everyone's gonna be there. Like, no, I'm coming to sleep with you. Let's go. And we both left out there. <laughs> That's awesome. I would not do that for my daughter. <laughs> we went, we oh. went to the Jonas Brothers and I was like trying not to kill myself on the way there. There's no way I would have slept outside. <laughs> There's no way, right? Like, them. no my way. I didn't even want to go to Ticketmaster and purchase it. That was too much effort. <laughs> I did a show a couple years ago at Music Fest in Bethlehem. And I don't know if you guys ever did Steel Stacks. It's, it's this great like uh, performance venue. There's like outdoor, indoor venues, all, all this stuff. And I was doing the late night comedy show at Music Fest. And the Jonas Brothers were outside on the maid stage that night. But it, a thunderstorm came through and they canceled the concert like and they got two, struck by lightning and two died. songs in. Yeah. And then they became like, yeah, superpower. Uh, <laughs> but I was performing upstairs and you kind of you can kind of look down because there's like a glass wall. You can kind of look down. And as I'm performing, there's just like 700 crying tween girls like, <laughs> and you can literally hear them crying like echoing up as i'm doing the show and it was one of the funniest shows i've ever done that's life. the sound of listening to your jokes yes <laughs> crying yeah. tween girls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> some say if you walk past steel stacks on a rainy night you can, <laughs> you can hear still it. hear those girls crying <laughs> over chip yeah <laughs> <laughs> they were like jonas brothers are canceled and there's a fucking comedian. Yeah. 
Um, but, uh, so this dude, uh, El, Elgardo gets, um, he gets way handsier as, as the years go on. And, uh, the later generations of Menudo, like there's a lot of, uh, accusations that this dude was raping Menudo's. Um, that was a text that uh, Ken sent me. I just want to share. He wrote, Have you seen yeah. the HBO doc? And I'm like, no, I'm so excited. He's like, they were raping Menudos like there was no tomorrow. I didn't expect it. I didn't expect that they was raping Menudos. I thought <laughs> maybe like one Menudo, maybe like one, Menudo. like one or two Menudos. I mean, listen, uh, there's all the 90 late 80s and 90s Menudos. There's there was a total of 32 menudos. Obviously, you're going to assume out of a group that big, one or two of them is going to get raped. Uh, there's just, you know, the odds are. But this dude was was raping like lots of menudos. Mm -hmm. Many menudos. And if, and, yes. if, and if he wasn't Would doing it. Would it be menudo <laughs> he, was, he was passing them off to his friends. Like they, yeah. they said that. Um, they would just be in in strange hotel rooms, and then guys would walk in with cocaine and grown men. Yeah, that's yeah. nuts. It's a parent's nightmare. Oh, right. But yeah, but he's got these parents signing over rights. Like it's like once yeah. the parents found out what was going on legally, they didn't even have much recourse. Yeah. I read in an article, I, I think he, I don't know if this was in the documentary, but they, I read in, I think it was USA Today, where this is like the creepiest thing I've ever heard. And it's just grooming. But apparently, and this was a couple of the members had said this in the 90s, that Menudo's production team would threaten to touch their private parts as part of like rite of passage into the group. Oh, and yes. Yeah, it was like yeah. this long running thing. And they would like hold them down in like a, a room. And, and right before they touched them, they would sing a silly song instead. Yeah. That's the creepiest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. But like, that's just grooming right there. Like, that's all all that is. It's yeah, just, that's just that Halloween for Ken. That's just good old fashioned <laughs> grooming. Yeah. Just horseplay. Yeah. That's why. That's why. I, that's why I only do the podcast over Zoom now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I feel like uh, at one point all five menudos quit because they're like, uh, we don't like the lope. Like they had a number of complaints. Yeah. They got their parents together and sat down with him and were like, uh, we want more money. We want to get paid for promotion. Uh, we would love it if you'd stop raping some of us. <laughs> and then the Is guy in the contract. <laughs> I think it would. They sat down with the parent. It was just supposed to be a friendly conversation, and then he was like, "No, I, I'll give you none of these things." They were like, "You won't even stop raping them." He was like, "Absolutely not. Uh, I'm, I'm very dedicated to it." And um, so all five menudos quit. And then, like, the next day, he goes on a talk show with five new littler Menudos. And he's like, this is your new Menudos. And it was like, it was like nothing had happened. Like, uh, mm -hmm. this dude just kept getting away with it. And then, and then in the press, they're like, hey, this guy is, uh, 
it sort of reminds me of like, you know, with our, with what's happening these days, like when parents were still dropping their daughters off at R. Kelly's, Mm -hmm. you know what I was like? At this this point, there's enough information out there that you should uh, probably not be doing that. Yeah. Yeah, I always wondered about that. Like, I mean, in this day and age, and this isn't, and I hate saying this, but this is here in the, in, in the United States. I know that Puerto Rico's United States is a different world. Um, you know, it, it's like here, you you know more, you're, you're exposed to, you're, you're not as, you shouldn't be as naive about things like that. You're from an island, there's an old Latin culture, old Latin traditions, and we're a lot more uh, open for things like that. But like, this is happening in the 90s with R. Kelly and people didn't, Nobody, no parents sounded an alarm. Yeah. I mean, I think some, a lot of them were probably just so happy to like get some money and get some like contract going in this dream of their kids actually, you know, being a great singer and, you know, the, the, the selling of the image of what this could be um, really, I think, pulled the wool over so many of their eyes. And then the newer Menudo's on that talk show where the one guy came out against him and they were like, Oh, he's full of shit. Like this is, I trust this man. I trust this man. Well, years later, those same people were like, we got played. Yeah. 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 Well, that's, that's, but I, I was also wondering like, you know, the, the first, the Menudo's who were making money, I can understand how you're able to keep the parents at bay especially if they were super poor, but like the Menudo's that were making two fifty a show. Yeah. In front of thousands and thousands, in of front people. of thousands and thousands of people, because I, you know, the parents are probably like, Hey, where's all that money that you're supposed to be making? Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, you're, you're not even making more than your dad. Like we, we gave you away yeah. so you could make more than your dad. And now you're not even doing that. So I'm surprised. Yeah there there wasn't more outrage yeah i don't think it'd be like i don't think he'd be able to get away with well i guess he might still be getting away with it right like they never uh do you think kyle do you think that it, it was the prestige of the name that still kept parents yeah into that the, yeah. the, the, the name had a legacy there's a legacy and a prestige the name the name, the name had, had a, a huge legacy and I think especially in Puerto Rico, if you could yeah. say your kid was a menudo, that was a big thing. That was a big um, deal. But a lot of the lot of the, I mean, the abuse happened with within that time too. But it seemed like once he started uh, branching out into Latin America, where he had like one member was from Venezuela, then he had like a kid from Miami. Like the mom was like, you know, white as can be. Um, and the, I think the dad was maybe Cuban or something. So he he did start branching out when he got desperate and thinking like, okay, I guess I can't stick to this specific model of only young Puerto Ricans. Now we're so big in Latin America, we're going to branch out. And by then those parents had heard of Menudo. And so it was like, yay, let's get my kid in. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's when it really got very bad. <laughs> one of the, one of the backstreet boys didn't make it. Uh, Howie didn't was, was rejected by Menudo. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yep. That's interesting. But he went on to his boy band destiny. (laughs) Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. I have six degrees of separation to the menudo. Yeah, um, let's, let's, I want to hear this. 
So I have a cousin um, whose wife is Puerto Rican from the Bronx and they live here now in Florida. And I, I told them that I was going to come do this podcast. And she's like, oh my God, my cousin, she's Xavier. She's, the, she's, 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 um, hold on, I'm getting up. Uh, she's like, she's Xavier. She, she was, I was like, she was Miss Menudo. She's like, yes, yeah, she was Miss Menudo. I was like, oh my God, can I meet her? <laughs> I would still want to meet this bitch. Like, I still want to, <laughs> to this day. <laughs> I want to, because I want to know what happened. I want to know, like, did you meet him? Did you kiss him? Did you do what you do? Like, I want to know. <laughs> I had, I used to, you don't understand the fantasies I had of, like, because I broke up with, 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 with Ricky and, and started fell over Robbie because he was from New York and he spoke English. So I would have these, I had these dreams of how, like, I would, I had it all mapped out. I had it all about how I would, we'd see each other and he'd kiss. And then he'd ask me out. And then we'd get, and then he'd give me a promise ring. And then we'd get married and have baby Robbie. Yeah. <laughs> and then he'd be like, hey, can I hide at your place for a while? They keep, ra- <laughs> they keep raping me. Yeah. <laughs> Also, can I, can I borrow 20 yeah. bucks? Can I borrow oh, some money? No, no, no. Robbie's not one of the originals. No. Robbie is, is the one that left. He's the one that but he's the one that writes for Ricky Martin now. He's rich. Yeah. Did you he's did a, you he's one of the clients did you see the article that I sent you about Ricky Martin being in all sorts of trouble? Yes, I have, so I have a feeling. Restraining order. I have what a feeling. I have yeah. a feeling this is why he wasn't in the documentary either. Uh, oh. Other than being a Menudo bully, it sounds like. Um, uh, he just, his some old boyfriend of his just filed a restraining order saying that he won't stop stalking him. But I thought he was married and happily, happily married with kids. Um, that menudo spirit is coming back. He's back to bullying. Me. Yeah, I think I think his his old demons. But also <laughs> the, his demons are being raped so many times. The 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 bullying that they accused him of didn't sound that terrible to me. They were like, "Oh, Ricky had seniority, so uh, we were hanging out, and the doorbell rang. I was the one who'd have to answer it." Yeah. Yeah, be like, you know, that, you know, that like, like, yeah. that's just like that. That's almost like frat shit. Like yes. the new one has to go. Yeah, like, yeah. Not- yeah. It's like, hey, you know, the other guy is raping you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think me making you pick up the phone is. Yeah, yeah like yeah, having to answer the phone. Yeah. 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 Man up. That doesn't sound that bad, but um, yeah. yeah so Ricky Martin's in some kind of trouble. I oh, here it is. He slapped with a restraining order in Puerto Rico. That's aggressive language, by the way, for, for <laughs> yeah. a domestic violence yeah. restraining order. Yeah. Um. Yeah, he, this dude, I guess, dated Ricky Martin and then uh, refused to accept the breakup. And he was found loitering outside of their home on three different occasions. Three different occasions. Yeah, that's not loitering. That's a... And, uh, Can you imagine yeah. having to call uh, Puerto Rican nine one one and being like Ricky Martin? Who, still who take in front their of my time house. to get to you too? <laughs> Anytime there's like an outage in Puerto Rico, I've been there many times where there's like the power comes out. Yeah, kind of. They'll get to it when they get to it. You'll just oh, see yeah. It. 
it's like no you got to come now the she bangs guy is outside my door and then then they haul in william hung like william hung just says i don't understand what's happening it's, but it sounds like Ricky is living the crazy life. He should write a song about that. Chip, I cannot with you. I cannot. <laughs> um, Pobre Ricky. Oh man. Were you guys? Were, were you upset when you found out uh, Ricky Martin was gay? I was a little upset. I mean, I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised. And I, again, he was not. Even though he's beautiful. He is beautiful. But even though he's beautiful, like I wasn't into Menudo, but he was in Menudo. So I was like, oh, that's just Ricky. We were over it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I think I think that um, I think he's done a great job, you know, for the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Like he's he's come out and supported so many causes and like he's very visible, which I think is so important. Um, but uh, but yeah, I just it's really interesting to me. I couldn't stop thinking about how he wasn't in the documentary. And maybe it's a combination of all those things. Maybe he wasn't really well liked by the former members. Maybe the restraining order thing, the legal trouble. I, who knows? But I just think how about that maybe, he doesn't wanna, maybe he doesn't want to admit that he was that he was touched. Seriously, it, like all joking. Aside, that, that could be yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that could be it. But there but they did like some of them did come like Kyle said before. Some of them did come out were like, hey, we believe that this happened, but we never saw anything like that. So mm-hmm. um, it's possible that he, he never saw anything like that. But um, it did sound like uh, uh that this uh that diaz was um he was pretty particular in who he started grooming like he i guess he sort of figured who he can get away with it and who he couldn't yeah because he, he made roy roy he made him his like bitch like roy remember they were saying that roy got all the special treatment and it was open yeah but roy yeah roy, roy roy never had to get up to out. answer the door <laughs> no, he was so busy with his face eating the pillow. <laughs> yeah, they were like sometimes uh, Ricky Martin was so mean he he would ring the doorbell, knowing I had to answer it, and he'd run away, and I'd open the door, and there was no one there. Sometimes I, I can't barely, I can barely talk about this. Ricky would point at my shirt and say there was a spot on it, and then when I looked down, he'd hit me in the nose. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, that is that the worst abuse you suffered in Menudo? Like, yeah. No, they they was raping me too, but yeah. uh, not the forty year old man that brought cocaine into my hotel room when I was ten. Right. <laughs> but Ricky made me answer the door when he knocked. Yeah. Ricky keeps tapping me on the shoulder and I keep looking and no one's there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, I, I, I think we did it today. And I'd like to make a quick announcement too, that, um, I, a lot of you, I don't realize this. And for the listeners, I mean, this is, this is a big day, but, uh, this is actually Ken's retirement episode. And uh, next week, I'm going to be starting with my nephew, Tristan, who's 12. <laughs> and he'll be the co-host. Ken, if you have That's any right. parting words you'd like to say, um, uh, now's your chance. Uh, Chip's been raping me this whole time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he, uh, doing it I, haven't, I haven't gotten any of my merch money Uh he barely Venmo's me when when I tell him it's yeah. it's time to uh yeah tally up yeah yeah but no well, we, this is this is perfect timing because my construction just started back up outside I think it's um 
they're they're building a stage for a Menudo reunion concert. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! Wait, I went I, before we go. I went to the reunion concert in 1998, and it was called the reunion, and it was amazing. I had so much fun. I screamed my head off. Everybody was my age. We were all crazy. I was wearing pants. I couldn't throw any panties on the stage, but I would have. Like, it was amazing. Was it the original lineup or how did they work that? Yes, it was. It was. It was. It was the original Ricky. It was the guys that are there. It's, it's like a bunch of them from like different seasons, but like from mm-hmm. the original. So like Ricky, Charlie, um, Johnny, of course, sexy ass motherfucker. Um, <laughs> Uh, Ricky, Charlie, Johnny, I think Miguel and, and Xavier. And I think Xavier, yeah. So they did, it was five of them. And they, oh my God, when they said, Bang, da, 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 shake it down, grab an ass, I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> 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 it oh my I like that Jenny before was like, oh, no, I was uh, I was well over them by the late 80s. And then she was like, but I was also at the reunion show in 91. Uh, when I was a grown adult. Yeah. 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 I was not, and I really did think that I was going to be up front and one of them would come look at me. I still thought that one of them would be on my phone up with me. I still, I, I gave it. them all $50 greeting cards. <laughs> <laughs> I gave them my wedding ring. <laughs> I still want to write David Hasselhoff and see if I can get that back. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't even go to him. I went to some to California. Wouldn't that be great if he's been wearing it this whole time? Like if one yeah. day you see like a picture of him in Us Weekly and it's, like, it's just his shirts unbuttoned a tiny bit. And yeah. or we zoom into that video that his uh, daughter took of him when he was drunk eating a hamburger. Eating and hamburger, we zoom and in just, and it just happens to be on and he just yeah. happens to be wearing yeah. it. It's like his bad luck charm, like the tiki doll and the Brady Bunch. Yeah, I ruined I ruined his career. One one <laughs> night uh, for my birthday, a bunch of my family came out years ago, and my nephew came out, and I was hammered, drunk, like I was as drunk as I've ever been. And my, I guess my brother started. Somebody started filming me because I was talking to my nephew, and I was telling him like, "Hey, guess what, Billy." I'm driving us home tonight and you're going to (laughs) die. It's like, I'm, I'm drunk driving us home. I'm going to wrap, I'm going to wrap and it's on video. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to wrap a car around a telephone pole and I'll probably be okay. But you're, you're dying. tonight. Why are you always like, and, and, uh, I just heard my brother's voice like off camera go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because this is really welcome sad. To, welcome to trying to like multitask with uh, with a teenage boy who doesn't understand your love for Menudo. <laughs> <laughs> is, is, what is he? Is he upset? You're still going on about this? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? Who gives a shit? Um <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we did it. I think I think, I think we did a good I job. Think we, I think we told I the story of Menudo. It. 
We told the story. I think Jenny has, I feel like anybody that has any questions about Menudo should just directly call Jenny and her mom. (laughs) Absolutely. Call my mom. My mom. Yeah. Yeah. I still have all of the, I have pictures of me and I have newspaper clippings. They're all of my, and every, every year my mom's like, we're cleaning out the attic. I was like, do not throw that out. (laughs) I don't know why I cannot part with it. I get it. <laughs> All right, Kyle, where can people find you? Um, at the Edgar <laughs> <laughs> Grooming New Menudos. Um, I am, uh, where am I? I am at Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club this uh, on the 8th. And uh, just go to kyleocasio.com. Actually, I never post anything. I think I have like gynecologist appointments up on my schedule. So it's really <laughs> embarrassing. Um, why don't you guys go to at Ocasio Kyle? And uh, that's pretty much my platform for everything. All right, Jenny. Um, you can find me on Jenny Saldana for the don't know any and websites. Jennysaldana.com. <laughs> um, my schedule's there. I'm not performing as much, which I'm having a I'm in a funk about, but it's actually because I'm writing, I'm working on my one woman show. Uh, so you can find me at the little brown girl show on Instagram. It's the best place. The little brown girl show is the best way to contact find me. But Jenny Saldana.com, if you want to see me when I'm occasionally performing this summer, because I'm, I'm, I'm doing some writing. Do you also mostly have uh, Kyle's gynecologist visits on your schedule? <laughs> um, no, no, no. I, I, I actually have Kyle's gynecologist visits on my schedule. I always forget, like, when I'm updating my calendar, like, my regular appointments show up. So it's like I had um, a, a, someone who listens to my podcast wrote me, like, do you know that it says, like, gyno appointment on December 5th? I was like, oh, my God. Oh my I'm, like, God. constantly telling people to go to my website, and this is what they're seeing. So I could play you it off like, no, no I'm, I, have I have a gig there. Calendar. I have a gig there. <laughs> oh my God. No, I have a separate calendar. That's funny. Yeah, I need oh, my, to do mine that. Just has, yeah, my, I have a separate calendar. It's just, it's just not very updated. Did, 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 um, <laughs> did you say I have a gig there? Did you say I have a gig there? I can just pretend that. <laughs> it's called- People do stuff at like laundromats and bars. Yeah. Why can't you go perform at a Wait. OBGYN? It's called gas Ken, and laughs. When is this airing? Have smear laughs. <laughs> Ken, where, when is this airing? Oh, this is this has gone out live. <laughs> oh, then I look, oh, great. Then I, I look so, I look amazing oh, no, too, no, by I'm the on, way. I'm look at my hair. No, no it, it will. You we'll, look so nice. It'll, it'll be uploaded. No, but I'm going to be- It'll be uploaded later today, I would imagine. Okay, because on July on July twelfth, I am going to be at at, at the cellar at, at Fat Black. Yeah, yeah. We'll opening be up by Keith Robinson. Opening for Keith Robinson. So, I'm nice. Excited. Chip. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just uh, at, at Chip Chantry, Twitter and Instagram, and that's where I put all my stuff. How about you, Kenneth? Uh, Ken Krantz comic, and uh, I think that's it. Allegedly. <laughs> what what'd you say? You said Ken Press comment. I said allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds better than uh Ken Krantz grooming. Yeah. That's his dog his dog uh, that's, company, that's my dog does. business. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's where I, I love it. Oh never mind. 
I just pulled one back. All right, yeah. everybody. Yeah, well, th- listen. Thank you guys for doing this. We really appreciate it. Kyle and Jenny, yeah. thank you so much. And, and uh, love you. We'll see you. All right, Mike instructions going. All right. I'll see you guys. All right. All right. Thanks. Bye, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye. Take Bye. care, everybody. I have to go out on a menudo song. I have to go out on a menudo song. Bye. <laughs>